All right. Season two, episode three. Wow, we've got a treat today. We've got an incredible rock star, beast of a human being, friend of mine from LinkedIn, from the 10 CRE Days Challenge that Yona Weiss put together. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Ely. How you doing, Mike? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing so good. I love you so much. Your energy, like I already feel it, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. I appreciate you for being here on the show. First of all, what do you got in the background? Man, I got everything, man. We got we got my man, the Jerome, the bus baddest. That's my guy, man. We've been traveling around. And I got I got my book. Whoa, there, there we go. From Broke to Millions here. And then I always like my little art reminded me to always reach down and help people up, man. And, and, and we do that every day through just what we do in our community, with our courses, and for our investors, more importantly. Michael, I love it. And I want to tell you, bro, I love you so much. You have such a great energy. You're a good man. You put out incredible content. I'm pleased to have you in my circle. Even though you do reside in the Cincinnati, I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> well, look, man, first of all, them, them beats you got on this show, man. Like, who who making these hot tracks, son? And, and then you <laughs> got the man. On, man. You look like you, you on the beach right now, man. You got me jealous, son. Hey, listen, there's plenty of room out here in Arizona. I'm mostly empty desert, so you're always welcome to join <laughs> Here on a little bit of a vacay, but listen, let, let's let's cut the bullshit. We're good friends. We love it. I, I I'm always happy to interact with you. I want to just like get to the to the chase here. You know, I hesitate to say this because I myself am am a, a, a you know a principal who's interested in hotels. We've got a, a, a facility in Fort Lauderdale that we're working on as a veterans conversion. You and I have talked about this concept before, but I don't care. There's so many deals out there. I said this to Alex, one of your students. Shout out to Alex Chen. There's so many deals out there. There's, there's, we can, there's a way more than enough for all of us. So I, I just want to put this forward. You're the man with the plan, and this really hit me hard. And and I know other people have given me positive feedback about it too. You came out strong, man. You said I'm going to buy a hundred hotels this year, and everyone was like, and after they lifted up their jaw from you know from their keyboard, right? They're just like, wow, like. How can I help? How can I get involved? What do you want to see? What can I bring you? What do you have that you don't like that I can buy? And as somebody who was like sitting on the side, it was humbling to watch. And, and you know, I just I got a lot of respect for you, brother. I just want to know a little bit about like, you know, what's your plan and how did you get to this point where you, you went from broke to millions? So so let me let me know. Roll with those two questions for me. Man, so so. The one of the main things, man, is always thinking big. And uh, Jim Collins said in his book, uh, uh, From Good to Great, BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. And and the reasons for that is simple, man. You know, if you go for the heavens and you miss it, then you land with the stars and so forth. And if you don't hit the stars, you'll be in the clouds. But if you keep dreaming just for Earth, man, you'll be right here every time. And so that is the reason we went for and and because of me setting bigger goals that that allowed me to catapult from just these single family houses two family houses into large multi-units and so we kept pushing and pushing and next thing you know we own hotels 
We own them across the U.S. We got over 1,200 units. And look, humbling is uh, we go back from the broke, man. I, I Again, I, I wasn't always up here with the large apartment and hotel deals. You know, I started off with single family, two family houses, got up to 12 houses, had two full service car washes, making 300000 a year. And I'm thinking life is good. And I lost it all. Yeah. And uh, oh, wow. and I saw my other partners and friends doing deals, and all they were doing is is pushing papers and pencils. I was like, "Yo, what am I doing wrong?" And 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 you know, hanging around, you know, like Jerome the Bus Bettis man, and seeing how they were doing big, large deals, and and even uh, here's a perfect example: keeping in real estate. I had people that were doing. 10, 20, 30, 50, $100 million developments. And I'm doing this little single family, four family. They were having the same issues I was having. Exactly. Contracting not showing up, the leasing manager wasn't leasing. They wasn't selling it uh, properly or whatever in a timely manner. Uh, contractors not showing up. And guess what? On my little deal, I only made five to $20,000. On their big deal with the same issues, they were making a million to ten million dollars. And so, exactly. with that, you know, there's a, a great book. You ever read the book? For uh, it's called Multi. I was just gonna say you'll love this. I was gonna say as I'm saying this, I'm looking at the, your background with your book. I was gonna say you ever read the book From Broke to Millions? <laughs> but what, what I meant to say, what I meant to say was, have you ever read the book Multifamily Millions? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to check it out. It's a thin blue book, kind of the same color scheme as yours, actually, but but inverse, more blue than white. And in the book, the author talks about exactly like you said, people are looking at fourplexes. They're looking at, at, you know, a sixplex, 10 unit, 20 unit. He said the same problems you're going to have on a 20 unit are the same problem you're going to have on a 200 unit. The only difference is the number of zeros that are going to be in your payday. Right. And it's all about repositioning apartment complexes, you know, buying something that's in a B market that's maybe at like a C plus. And then he talks about and I appreciate this because I've got the background as a, I call myself a recovering house flipper. So as a background, as a, as a house flipper, <laughs> house flipper I, I like this. He talks about rehabbing. Right. I'm all about rehabs. At least I was when I was in right. I was an active actively using and house house flipping. And I always was rehabbing a home, right? So he talks about rehabbing your tenants, not an individual tenant, because we're not doing drug yes. rehabs, rehabbing the types of tenants, whether they're paying rent or not, whether they have jobs or not. Obviously within right. the confines of the law and, and, and in HUD and all that, and then rehabbing your building. And then not only doing that, but you're, you're essentially rehabbing your units and you're rehabbing the level of, of class of your property from a C plus to a B, you're bringing it up to the market. And that's an incredible book. I mean, the stuff I read, your content, it echoes exactly of the same content in that book. So I highly recommend that you take a look at it and anybody who's who's viewing to also watch the, uh, sorry, to also check out that book. You know, while we're on the subject of, of books, I mean, tell me more about From Broke to, to Millions. Oh man, an amazing book where I share my journey on uh, what happened to me from, losing it all to starting back. But most importantly, it, it, it shows that anybody can do it, whether you have money, whether you have good credit, bad credit. I share all my techniques that 
got me to this level and how I raised some private capital. I share formulas on how to analyze deals, uh, where you can find real estate deals, how I found them, you know, how I literally pick myself up after losing everything. And, and you know, that, that's, you know, in, in my family, you, you know, you either were a teacher or a preacher. And I was a center, so that's why I'm doing real estate. <laughs> and so, but it's in my nature to teach. And uh, but look, this book shares a lot of great content. Uh, and, you know, you go from uh, our website, from brokethemillions.com and pick up the book. But a lot of people they that had experienced or no experience, they read my book and they're off to the races. Um, they've bought large multi-units. The same people, they were looking at two and four families. I was like, why waste the time? They read my book. I talked to them a little bit. Next thing you know, they're doing 50 units, 60 units, 100 units. That's wonderful. That's a, Those are really cool stories. And I, I, I definitely appreciate that you've taken it and next level it and that you've got students and you're reaching out and you're helping people. You know, providing value like that, there's no dollar value to it. It's not because it's not motivated by dollars. It's motivated by adding value and helping people. And it's clear to me and to the other people in our network that that's what you're doing. So, you know, many blessings to you, brother. I love what you're doing and I love you. And I'm just I'm super excited to be, you know, considered your friend and, and in your network and, and part of what you're doing. I think it's super exciting. So, you know, on that note, I'm not going to steal people away from purchasing your book. I highly recommend it. But share with us that's like right. the top three golden nuggets that you've learned in, in, in your experience, the top three tips that you have for people who are viewing this today? Man, top three. Uh, man, number one, you know, don't get me wrong. Money is right up there with oxygen, but it's not everything. And so I say that just because uh, you're in need of money, you need money for it from an investor, doesn't mean you should take money just from anybody. Uh, you should make sure that you know you, you you're in cohesive and you're both headed in with the same goal in mind. And as you talked about, the two one and next thing, always add value. Uh, some of us, well, I don't have any money, I don't have cash, or maybe you do have cash and they may have a deal. That's where you add value and you'll continue to grow. Um, because when you're reaching out for some of us who may have money or may have a deal or may not be a skill, uh, they don't think they could do it. But if you continue to add value, people will work with you. For example, someone calls me and they want me to help them with a question. I don't have time. I, I can't. I'm busy. Uh, but the guy that's always bringing me a deal and I'm, I can make 30, 50 or 100 grand off that deal. Guess who call I'm taking? You know? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, add value. Don't take anybody's money. And you know what? Uh, uh, you know, life life is difficult. Uh, you know, I think everybody knows that story. Right. Uh, but be passionate about what you do. And, and never quit and just create a big goal and go after it. Make the commitment. Um, it takes time, you know, so for some people, uh, I, I learned later in life that 
what, why is a commitment? Why is the commitment so challenging? Because you got to be disciplined. You got to be passionate about it. Because they say in order to master something, you got to have over ten thousand hours. Now, just to give you a perspective of that, four thousand hours uh, is where they consider you could be a teacher. Eight thousand hours, your average. Ten thousand, you've mastered it. And so, uh, with that, it. And quite frankly, even if you master something, you can't do it in three years. It takes about five years. So I say that be passionate about what you do. Never quit. Never look back and just go into beast mode. Be that dog and just attack whatever it is that there you want. There you I go. Be that dog. It'll come to reality. There you go. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Beast mode. And, you know, you heard it first here on Dan on Top from Michael Ely. Money isn't everything. It's up there with oxygen, but it isn't oxygen. Always add value. Don't take money and continue to be passionate. Get into beast mode and attack and be with good people. You know, I, I look at it, Mike, like I get to interact with guys like you. This is a work, man. This is heaven. Exactly. This, this is the stuff. You know what I'm saying? We have a good time. We do deals. We don't do deals talk to people. We don't talk to people. At the end of the day, we treat people right. And we have fun. And that's what's most important. So, you know, speaking of, of, of you and, and, and your history and, and, you know, broke to millions, which I love and beast mode attacking, you know, you're a young man too, maybe a couple years older than me, but I appreciate back, that. If you could <laughs> exactly me too. So if, if, if you could go back, you know, to 15, 18, 20 year old Michael Ely and tell him, lessons that you learned knowing everything you know between then and now what would you say to him what would you do differently <sighs> i probably would have educated myself more but that was my personality i was the guy that kind of just oh we could do that and I, I i attacked and i just did it i didn't really study a lot or do all my research you know, I'm the guy that kind of do things hands on. So uh, I probably would have listened more and did more research on that. And um, I, I, I probably would have uh, also uh, uh, got a job with a development company. Uh, but again, I didn't know what I wanted at that time. Uh, but, but I definitely have been a little more disciplined, a little more educated, but I was a wild child. Uh, so I don't think I would have did too much differently um, because I was free, man. I was a free spirit. Like when I graduated from college, I traveled for two, three years and I did college. I did parties. I did big concerts. So I, I can't say I would have did too many things differently. Um, but I will say I would if, if I could do anything that took me a long time to get to this. My yes would be my yes and my no would be my no. Ooh, that's powerful for sure. I think that's a message that a lot of people, myself included, you know, should take to heart. A lot of times I say yes when I really mean no. And, and I think <laughs> that some people have the opposite problem. I think that it's, it's really important to know your value and know your values and to assert them. Right. So that's really powerful advice, Mike. We've got about three minutes left. I want to turn the tables a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to play center. Okay. You can play point. Okay. I want you to throw me some alley-oops, man. You got any questions for Dan on top? 
Who for me, Dan? Me? I get to ask questions. Yeah. Okay, man. Look, I I got. First of all, where's that watch come from, bro? <laughs> Are you like this? This watch came from Omega. This is an Omega Seamaster. It's a James Bond watch. I happen to have an affinity for Omega watches. This is my third. And um, I good story with this watch real quick. I like stories. I told myself I had this shopping center in Grand Rapids and it was actually, I closed on this deal as a broker. I, I repped the seller and the buyer. It was my listing. We closed on it March 31st, which was like a couple days within when Governor Whitmer in Michigan shut the whole state down. So this was a seven tenant shopping center, relatively small. By the time it closed, no tenants were open. So at the time, I really wanted this deal to close. It was a big deal for me. And I said, you know what? I have this watch. I want to get this watch. This deal closes. This is going to be my present. So I wear this watch and it reminds me of adversity, right? It reminds me of working hard and crushing it, even when the governors are shutting down the state, even when your deals look like they're going to fall apart. Set your goals, set your mind on what's important, follow through, get yourself your watch. One, and that's a favorite because that's how I end up getting my watch as well. When we, we bought some multi-units in a hotel, I was like, I'm in, I'm getting what I'm getting this. Where, tell everybody, where is the retail market going? You know, because you, you hear you're into retail, that's your, your thing. Well, that's our music. I'll tell you real quick market there you is go. going online but it's also going into experiences it's the experiential retail that's an omni-channel i've talked about this a lot on the show it's retail where you can walk store and order and buy things you can order it online deliver it any other who's going to cater to the customer cater to the consumer and make it an experience that makes sense for the bottom line and for the consumer and for all the people in between the brokers the buyers the michael Ely's, the big dogs who are crushing it we're just going and getting it, getting those watches, having fun, crushing it on top. Thanks, guys, so much. Dan on top, season two, episode three. I love you. This was a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Michael Ely. To you, brother. Thank you, man.